Everybody. Want to help support the show? Well, head on over to patreon.com slash longtimeagoradio. Even a dollar a month helps us keep the show going and gets you access to a bunch of exclusive content. Thanks. On with the show. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Long Time Ago Radio, a conversational podcast about Star Wars and the official podcast of a StarWarsPodcast.com. I'm your host, Joshua Mobley, and I'm joined by one half of my favorite fans in the galaxy. It's just Alex Vargas here. How's it Hello. going? Becky is going back to France. <laughs> I don't know when she'll be back on, uh, but uh, we did get to hang out at Star Wars Celebration, uh, so we saw each other, and we did record... Like a small thing, but at this point, I don't know if we're even gonna even gonna use it. And I'm sure you and I are gonna touch on all of the same beats. We 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 basically uh, we were, well. I guess I should explain what this episode's gonna be really quick. Uh, we're ba- we're basically gonna do a pretty free form, like not super uh, scripted episode this week. We're we're just gonna talk about the metric ton. Of Galaxy's Edge stuff, or not Galaxy's Edge? I mean, there was Galaxy's <laughs> well, hey, Edge stuff. There, there was a metric ton of just Galaxy's <laughs> yeah. Edge. You're looking at like there a was. galactic ton of Star yeah. Wars information. I did watch that panel. I it's a good panel. Most of the big panels. Yeah. Uh, but uh, no, all of these Star Wars celebration news coming out of Chicago. So, uh, Alex, you didn't get to go this year, but I, next year you'll get to go. Oh yeah, which we'll we'll talk uh, about next we'll year about. a little bit later. But yeah, while you guys were over yeah. there, I was. Uh, I was either at work or at home streaming the live stream because I am super thankful that they do that because not only does it let people like me enjoy it without being there, I can do it from the comfort of my desk at work, which, mm-hmm. you know, it's when when you're waiting for this episode nine trailer to drop, you don't do work. You you just stare at the screen and pretend you're clicking the keyboard. I'm sure you got to see it in its full glory the first time because we didn't. Oh, did uh, the, it never works out when you don't watch it in the main room, does it? uh no well here's the thing we had a we had a we had a we had a plan right our plan was to the 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 inside editions booth the company i used to work for i I met up with all those people again just hanging out and stuff because they're great they their booth literally across from star wars live stage nice so our plan was oh they'll let us stand in there right because we're they know me they'll let me in you have connections uh, I was like, they'll let us stand there and we can watch it. Uh, come time to try and get over there, like 45 minutes beforehand, literally could not. Uh, there was a sea of people just standing there. And we tried to push past them and I got so close, so close <laughs> to getting over there. And then someone was like, you can't go this way. Like, we have an alleyway like of people that you can rush down. And then we tried to go that way and it just... You were hitting seat like just walls of people, uh. and I was like, "Ugh." So then we ended up. My original plan was to just stay at the hotel and watch it, but nobody wanted to do that. Uh, and then Becky got in the lottery, so she went. She got to go to the 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 streaming room and watch it there. But uh, so then I was like, "Well, I guess we'll go to the lobby and watch it on a phone." <laughs> and so we were watching the. 
believe it or not, the Wi-Fi pretty decent. That's actually. good because that's one of the yeah. first things that you you're, you always hope works at a convention and always fails you right yeah. away. Yeah, um, it was just failing because like everybody else that couldn't watch it there, who was there, was trying to find somewhere to watch it on their phone. Mm. So nobody was really having any luck. So we we would it would work for two to five minute uh, periods and then it would freeze for like thirty seconds to a minute and then it oh. would come back and we'd have another couple minutes. Um, and, and then sometimes it would go like 10 whole minutes and be like, I think it's fine now. And then all of a sudden it would start happening again. So it was kind of a nightmare. And then of course, when the trailer happened, we, it skipped a bunch. So we missed a lot of things, uh, the first time we saw it. And then we literally were hearing people like from the stage, like cheering for things, you know? So we're like, oh, something cool must've happened. But we're... (laughs) Like the trailer's done for them, but we're literally on like Lando's face, you know? Yeah. We're like, you know. Um, but then after after that happened, um, we went back to like the lobby, lobby, like way deeper, like near the entrance, basically, where there was like not as many people. And we sat down and we're like, "Man, I'm hungry." So we start eating. I realize this, this like we've gone on this long tangent, but. We start eating like food we had brought, and then Becky comes running up, and she's like, "Oh my god!" You know how Becky gets. She's like that. Hey, I was excited too, and yeah. I was at my desk she's at like, work. Oh my god! Well, we watched it like after that. I was like, "Oh, it's on YouTube now. Like, we should just watch it." So like Nicole and I watched the the full rendered, you know, trailer. You know, it's, you know, it's funny what you just what you described right now. Is exactly mm. what happened to us in 2017. Just slightly <laughs> different. Or we're like, oh, we're just going to watch at the main stage. And then we Where, couldn't hear it. Yeah, well, we got to the main stage. We just couldn't hear it. And then what did we decide to do? Oh, let's just go eat. And we, we yeah. walked away and we found that little food court. And we sat there and then we watched it again there. Yeah. Like, All we heard was burp, 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 burp. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's hard. Like, you try so hard to try to plan for it's these tough. things. And I mean, even me, I had to, when I was watching the trailer at work, I had to pause it right before Ray does her awesome backflip uh-huh. because someone called the office and like, oh, I'm the only one here. Should I answer this? It's like, I, I need to answer it. So I paused the trailer, answered the phone call, got them off the phone right away, hung it up, pushed play again, and, right. and caught it. But it was, the trailer was really good. I really enjoyed yeah. the trailer. The trailer. I think at cool. this point, uh, we don't have to do a spoiler alert because I think everyone has seen this no. trailer. It's been like a week and a half. Yeah, yeah. You've probably seen it. <laughs> at least and if four you go times. see avengers endgame this week you are gonna see it yes oh i'm super excited for that yeah but now that the trailer was really good um rise of skywalker is a title that i think a lot of people are just like huh but well did you see that thing i put in our discord server today i don't think so i haven't had a chance to look at it yet um so let me let me find it there's a picture i found on reddit oh yeah it's snoke Snoke it's all of snoke's dialogue in the beginning of force awakens and how each of the like of his lines it relates to one of the three titles and i was like wow uh that is cool it's almost like they had some kind of plan all along <laughs> i know they they may have or not uh but i don't care at this point they i look- feel i feel like there were again they always talked about how oh each director's gonna do their own thing this this, and that you, there had to have been a structure there's no way they could have gone into this uh, just being like let's just free you know i was watching 
Steel Wars interview Kathleen Kennedy, and he asked her, like, was there actually a plan? And she kind of dodged the question, obviously, but then she said something along the lines of uh, that she's very happy where it ended up. So, But, I mean, that doesn't mean anything. But Well, they had also originally planned to have three separate directors, and then that's changed mm-hmm. right there, so I think. And then with Carrie Fisher's death... I mean, there's there's been a lot of curveballs. Yeah, there's been a lot of changes and things that no one expected. That in like, you know, JJ has sort of been the architect of this whole thing. Like he's, uh, you know, he was an executive producer on the Last Jedi. Even though like Ryan was the director and the writer, like Ryan was asking him all these questions and stuff. So like JJ still had his his hand in it a bit, even though like it's definitely like Ryan's movie, but. Um, I don't think like uh, there's this weird and I it this annoys me. I don't know if it annoys you. Uh, there's this weird subset of the fandom that that seems to think like that this like JJ is gonna come in and fix it, and it's like there's nothing to fix. Like yeah, and it, these are a lot of the same people that are like, oh JJ broke it. It's like yeah, JJ ruined it, and then they're like, just kidding, actually. Yeah, no, uh, it's. There's nothing to be fixed for finishing a story. Let the story finish and and take yeah. it in as a whole. It's it's a long, three act play. Just rem- remember that. But yeah, no, the trailer and, uh, was great. They did bring up like um, uh, or uh, a lot. They brought up the fact that this is the end of this nine movie saga. Like this is it. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. And I it, like it kind of feels like that. Finally, I mean, like you know, you, we always talk about that that thing that magazine you had, where it's like the last Star Wars movie ever. But like, we know that Lucas wanted to make seven, eight, and nine, and yeah, whether or not this looks at all like his initial plan, you know, it remains to be seen. Obviously, he said stuff in the past about how he wanted to get into more into like the midichlorians and things like that but like i don't know like i i I mean jj did bring up in a couple interviews too that like he not only consulted with ryan and like kathleen a lot when they were making the movie he talked to george a lot like Mm -hmm. in making this movie and that it would fully kind of round out this story that you know we've been we've been entertained by for the last 40 years so i think you know, we're in for something big. I'm sure lots of people are going to either, I mean, they're going to love it or hate it. I, I feel the same way about, you know, Endgame in a way. I feel like a lot of people are going to hate that movie. But, you know, it, it, it at the end of the day, it is what it is. And I just... It is what it is. And it's it, it's exciting. We've been waiting since the announcement in, what, 2013, that there was going to be three more movies coming out. And we had no idea what they were going to be about. And then in 2015, we got our first trailer we've already gotten you know the last jedi and now we're months away from this story ending yeah like i still remember the announcement that disney bought lucasfilm and that hey there's movies coming up like oh my god it's 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 coming up quick it's, like, it's been a fast it's been a fast but seven years almost like six seven years yeah for sure uh it's been a it's been a ride, man. Yeah, and I'm excited. 
And uh, they did actually confirm the, like, quote-unquote hiatus, but I'm like, that hiatus ain't gonna last long. <laughs> I know it, you know? Well, you know, uh, Disney still has another another 30 animated movies to do live action, so yeah. once they do Peach Dragon well, 2 Well, I mean, Disney doesn't that, you know? really make these movies, though. Lucas does. So, That's true. That's true. You know. Uh, but that but, trailer... I mean, Lucas is busy with, uh, you know, Mandalorian and stuff, which we'll talk about in a bit. And all the animated stuff. Yeah. They're already, like, uh, you know, we're already going to get Resistance Season 2 in a couple months. So, all that stuff. Uh, but, yeah, the trailer. I liked the trailer. Uh, I don't yep. know that I wanted to, like... I, I've only seen it maybe twice or two or three times. And I didn't want to read too much into it. No, you can't. It's a teaser. You need to just yeah. take it for what it is. And that and, like, I know that they edit things out of trailers and they change things to give you certain uh, feelings and stuff. Yeah. And so, like, people building all of these theories off off this, like, what is pretty much 40 seconds of footage, I'm kind of like, well... Well, and I, know, think, like, I think a lot of the speculation is based around that last, like, four seconds right before you see the, the title. It's yeah. the P- Palpatine's laugh, right? Because I don't. I think that's something that nobody expected. And how much we'll see Palpatine, we don't know. It could be. I he bet could play he a has big part, two or minutes he, of footage. <laughs> it, it could literally be that that he they yeah. referenced something that he did that's affected all this other stuff, or he could actually you know play a huge role. I mean, Ian McDermott oh. at the panel showed up, and you know everyone cheered and everything. But again, he was already there for Star Wars Celebration doing his panel and everything. Yeah. Um, so we don't know. As he said in the Phantom Menace panel, he was just in the area. Yeah, exactly. And he came in for a quick laugh, you know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I um, the crowd went nuts when when that happened, and uh, I always had this feeling like he would come back at some point because it's like he's been such an integral part to everything that's happened in this entire saga, right? Yeah. Like. Everything has sort of been his machinations, and we have and until the sequel trilogy, we haven't really had this whole like thing. Do I think that he is behind everything? I don't think that's true. I just think that like you're going to see him in some form, or like you're going to see either like a Sith ghost in the in the Death Star remnant, you know, remnants because that's where his body would have been, right? So uh, I don't know. And again, I like I don't know. Because I don't, I didn't, I haven't seen it yet. So, yeah, I, no I, one has. <laughs> I'm, I'm going into this just being like, I'm ready for, you know, I'm ready to have no expectations. I'm ready for you to show me something that I didn't even know I wanted. Yeah, I uh, think, I think once we get the first, the actual trailer, or the one actual trailer from this movie, that's where yeah. I think, well, you're going to get not necessarily answers, but you'll see the direction in which this is going to go. Right now, yeah. All we've seen was them on a desert planet. Ray does a cool backflip and a cackle. Like, there's not yeah. much we can go off of. Lando. Land- so, Lando showing up and just the way that he laughs and how giddy yeah. he is when he's piloting, that got me super, yeah. super excited and happy. Kylo fixing his helmet. Mm-hmm. Kylo body slamming a dude in some Dathomir looking woods. Uh, stuff like that. I. <laughs> Which I don't, yeah, I, don't I don't want to talk too much about it, but there was that leak of the poster, 
um, not that long ago since we haven't been given an official like character poster. And mm-hmm. it's, it's interesting to see how certain things are fitting in. Like there's certain yeah. connections being made like, okay, there's still some things on there that I'm kind of, you know, questionable or in, like curious about, but right. um, we'll see how that plays out once we actually get official, you know, poster I don't know. imagery. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited, but also just, uh, I don't know. Like it's a weird feeling to know like this, it's about to end. Right. It's a little sad. Yeah, but, but at the same yeah. time, it's like that doesn't mean that we're not getting other stuff. Exactly. So, so at the same time, I'm like, oh yeah, it's it's exciting. But at the same time, I'm like, kind of, it's it's bittersweet, I guess, is the the way it it felt. And I'm sure it's felt this way after every single trilogy has ended. It's felt bittersweet. Like, what now, right? And I wonder if this means. I know that this is the end of the the Skywalker saga and this, this and that, but I'm curious to see if we'll see the characters come back in either a TV show or another animated series. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. We don't, a, it's a good question. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, we'll find out in 2020. <laughs> yeah, we will. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, do we want to actually, do we want to skip to that and talk about that really quick? Cause that's that's some short that's a short uh we'll save it let's save it for the end because i want to okay. talk about all the cool stuff that we can do. okay oh. we'll keep going down the list uh jedi fallen order we finally got our first sneak peek there was no gameplay uh at all which some people were a little upset about but i follow a couple pe- a couple of the star wars ea people on twitter and the reason that they gave which i think is a perfectly valid reason for not showing gameplay is they said that the Star Wars Celebration audience are not necessarily gamers and that they care very much they care a lot more about story and visuals than they will care about gameplay right? that makes sense especially because a lot of the, I bet you a lot of the people in that panel while a, a, a probably a good portion of the people at in the panel or who are watching it are people who are going to play the game who are you know uh, game enthusiasts or gamers or what however you want to call it I think a good amount of them are probably people that watch either their significant other play games or they watch their favorite streamer play games or they just watch them on YouTube or they're just going to watch all the cutscenes, you know, because they well, just want to see Star Wars content. I think that's like, what it is. Yeah, yeah. it's you're, you, I mean, you go to a, a convention that's about video games and those are the people, those are the industry people. Exactly. The people that want to know, you know, the types of engines that are being run for all this stuff. Whereas you go to Star Wars Celebration, not saying that those people aren't there. But people go to Star Wars Celebration to experience the Star Wars. And I think that the trailer that they showed helped you experience what this game's going to give us. Like, that's enough for now. It was like, here's the, you know, here's why it's a Star Wars game. Like, here's here's the gist of the story that we're giving you and, like, the feeling and stuff. And it felt very much like, um, one of the, it felt a lot like one of the older Star Wars games. Like, almost like a Dark Horse comic. In, it did turn into a video game yeah i really love the fact that we're getting more about the inquisitors showing up for sure and then we're getting those uh what were they inquisitor troopers i don't remember the names of those but they uh, have like they are uh purge troopers purge troopers They're, yeah they were originally in another video game i think they were in like jedi outcast or something like way back in the day uh yeah they're called purge troopers and i guess the way that that they described them during the panel was like 
they they are basically the they roll with the inquisitors and they basically like go in first as these expendable kind of warriors that soften up and weaken the jedi so that the inquisitor can just come in and easily murder them uh, <laughs> that's basically what they said uh and i thought that was pretty cool i like that yeah they 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 uh they have an in- an inquisitor there's just one mm-hmm. I, I, there might be more in the game but the main antagonist of the game is the second sister who is one of the uh, you know all those inquisitors that show up in rebels and the ones that uh, the ones that you don't see in rebels that show up in the Darth Vader comics which I actually just read the third volume of and they're in there uh which I'm curious because this takes place not super close but very close to it, episode 3 those those troopers yeah. look very like the design of the troopers look very much like a clone trooper a little bit yeah looking at the design um, of the helmet there's a specific I don't remember the the I name. mean it's it's during the dark times, but uh, they didn't necessarily say when. I'm guessing it's in the middle. Like, it's not yeah. super close to four. I'm guessing it's like a couple years. A couple years in, you know? Yeah, I'll admit, I enjoy the fact that they're kind of reusing equipment that's been developed as opposed to recreating a whole new costume and a whole new helmet. Like, it's, it's okay yeah. to say, hey, these helmets worked for these characters in the past. Let's use them again. That we don't, yeah. we don't have to keep recreating new it's, Star Wars. It's just an evolution. It's funny. Uh, I don't remember if it was the writer uh, or one of the game directors or someone said somewhere in an interview somewhere um, that when they started getting the story ready for this, that they were going through and looking at all of the canon material. And he was like, I got to watch all of Clone Wars and Rebels. And his, um, his initial reaction was like, oh, God, I got to watch all these, like, kids cartoons you know and uh he said like the pilots are not great and then he's like but then i got like in the middle of clone wars and i was like you know what this is really good and then he's like and then he and then he's like and then i got really into it and i was like there's some great stuff in here and then (laughs) and then he said he started rebels again and he was like yeah i don't know about the pilot but then he's like and then you get near the middle and like the end of rebels like this is a really good show he's like there's some great stuff in here um so then he was like and then it was really easy to pull from a lot of that yeah. Uh, for uh the game and stuff and i like that there's kind of this attention to yeah like you say canon that exists now in new canon but also things like the purge troopers which a lot of star wars gamers will be very familiar with from a lot of older titles like coming forward and becoming canon is something that's pretty cool too so um i i'm excited to learn more the trailer made me nothing but excited i was like this this is a cool vibe this is a very like uh, a much darker, not more adult. I don't want to say more adult, but like uh, a much darker, more sincere. I guess is what they said. Like I guess the I don't remember again if it was the writer or the game director, but he was saying like he uh, he was like I like Star Wars when it's when it's at its darkest and most sincere or something. Yeah, and so like. I think they're going for that, and I don't mean they're. I don't think they are going for, uh, you know, darkness in terms of like heads getting chopped off and like adult situations, but darkness in terms of like just bleakness and. Uh, it's a and serious situation. Yeah. 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 I mean, it is very much a like sort of, you know. It's I don't a, want to use the word genocide because it's not necessarily that, but like no, but it's y- it's the y- world has I mean. changed and now this is the characters reacting to that change, exactly. Like the Jedi are gone and all this. 
Um, so the game was announced to release November 15th, 2019, well, yep. this year. Two days after The Mandalorian. <laughs> Two days after The Mandalorian. It's going to be on PCs and consoles. Um, I believe they're actually going to do a GameStop bundle that's going to come with yes. an exclusive figure. This made me excited and mad at the same time. Well, so if I, you don't I, want the figure, I will buy that off you. No, 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 no. <laughs> I do. Uh, the reason this made me excited and mad at the same time was because I uh, I like buying my games digitally because then they usually I'm on the uh, we're both on the on the West Coast so like yeah games when they launch digitally launch for us Monday at 9 p.m. which is great 9 p.m. is so much better than you know yeah, 12 you have to go to midnight launches and stuff all the time and all that but those like, are hard yeah but then the Star Wars game collector in me is like damn it now I have to on top of buying the digital version of this game so I can play it right when it launches and stuff and not have to deal with the discs, I've got to buy this <laughs> $100 edition that's only available at GameStop. And let me tell you, GameStop, not reliable at getting you stuff day one. Not reliable uh, to getting you stuff weeks later either. Because yeah. as you guys saw when I went to go pick up that Jump Trooper, they're like, oh yeah, we have some. And then, like, 15 minutes later, he comes out the back. Yeah, we had two back there. Like, why would you not put those out in the pegs? They've been out for weeks. Yeah. Let people buy them. Um, but, yeah, like, I, now I'm like, oh, i got to buy them. Well, just so you know, it is available for pre-order right now. Um, it is $82.98 yeah. on GameStop. It oh, it's cheaper with, than I thought. Yeah, it's not, I thought it was $100. No, it's, I mean, well, once you had tax. Um, but it's, it's <laughs> $92.98. Oh, no, wait a second. Hold on. I, no, no, it is nine, nine, it's, nine, um, <laughs> PlayStation 4 and Xbox are cheaper. Oh, because there's the deluxe editions that cost $10 more. Um, What's but, in that? The what? <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. So there's two different versions of the game you can get. It's coming with an exclusive figure. No one knows what that figure is yet. And I've heard talks that the figure might I be released you by it's itself. I bet the Inquisitor. Either the Inquisitor or the Purge Trooper, which I'm hoping I can buy it separately because... I buy the Imperial characters in Black Series, and that's going to be a bummer if I have to buy a game. You know what? Maybe I'll just gift someone the game. I don't know. I'll, I might have to do that. We'll see <laughs> what the figure is. Or you just get a is. PS4. Or I can just get a PS4. I mean, the Wii's been needing an update. Yeah. But this, and, like, the yeah. PS5's coming out next year, so now's the time. Now's the time to swoop. Now you is know? when I get my PS2. You're, you're, you're too far. You're jumping too far for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> No, it's, it's going to be a fun but game. Yeah, I, I see this here. Yeah, the Jedi Fallen Order PlayStation. Uh, well, they have the Xbox One, PlayStation yeah. Four, and Black Series figure bundle. Uh, but yeah, God, you know what? I I here's here's my fear. Um, <laughs> my fear is that it's like in my head when I hear this, I think of the Lego. Do, do you remember this? They they bundled a fun a uh, like a. Uh, a Django Fett pop figure in with the the Lego game, and uh, it, it and it came in the same box. So there was like a a you, cardboard box wrapped around. Yeah, both you couldn't separate the two. It was yeah. one unit. And yeah. when I, and in my head, when I hear this, the Black Series bundle, I'm like, oh, the figure and the game will be like bundled into a box, which will make it collectible. But then part of me is like, how much? Like, am I overthinking it? And I'm like, is this just gonna be the game and an action figure, like in in a box? And like, when I order it, I'm just gonna not, like, I would not have needed to get it at all. Do you do you know do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, what's interesting like, is right now they only have the special edition with the figure as pre-sale, so the game hasn't hit pre-sale yet. So I think yeah. once we see what the packaging looks like, 
I'm really yeah. hoping it's two separate packages. Actually, you know what? I bet it's two separate packages just because Hasbro with the collectivity. I don't want that, though. I do. The reason I want See, I don't want that because then because... there's no point for me to collect it. I mean, I, I, I'm gonna, <laughs> hey, they're gonna I going to... Hey, I am going to collect together. it because it's a Star Wars game, yeah. and I want the Star Wars game to sit on the shelf with all of my other Star Wars games, but I want it to feel more special because... You want it to look unique because it comes with that yeah, figure. Yeah, like, part of why I want that Django Fett pop in the Lego game is because, like, that's a thing, right? That's it's a like a unit. unique... Yeah, it's a unique thing that they only ever did like this one time, right? So it makes it weird and cool and different. And it's like, oh, and then when you're showing people your collection, you can pull it out and be like, oh, they bundled this Lego game with this pop figure, and you can only get it this way, and I have it in box, you know? Like, it's cool, but like when it's just, oh, we put a, <laughs> we have a cardboard box, and we put your action figure and the game in there. It's like less, like there's no reason for me to to get it then yeah. if that makes sense it's just then it's just like well i could just buy the game but well, we have we'll see yeah we have october either way i'm gonna get an action figure <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm gonna i'm hoping watch you guys like a tertiary character just some alien kill in the background they're giving you zuvios <laughs> <laughs> it's just a new paint app um so triple force friday just as a reminder is gonna be october 4th this year so my guess is we'll see the new packaging at least by then and that might be when you can pre-order the normal version of the game I know it's like cutting it real close, but with the Triple Force Friday, they're they're really pushing uh, Jedi Fallen Order, The Mandalorian, and uh, Episode Nine. So just as a heads up, remember that day, <clears throat> October fourth. Yeah, October fourth. All right. Next. Um. Yeah, Jedi Fallen Order looks cool. Mandalorian, <laughs> aka the only panel I won a lottery for. So. <laughs> uh, but I Which, didn't win the main room. I uh, won the uh spillover or the uh whatever they called it but you got to you got to see all the footage they showed right i saw all the footage but there was a funny thing that happened um so we were in the room and they were being like super aggressive about people pulling out their phone they're like no one pull out their phone we saw someone get kicked out so they were serious oh shoot uh, they were like, no one pull out their phone. Do not film this, even though it got filmed by like so many people. By everybody that was in the main yeah. room. Yeah. You can watch this footage online. It is not hard to find. Uh, yeah, I found Alex, it. I believe you watched it. <laughs> Five minutes after the panel concluded, I'm like, oh, look, there's the footage on Instagram. And as I would refresh it, it's just more and more. I mean, it's it, they they didn't tell anybody not to do it in the main room. Like, you need to put that out there. I mean, not, not that it's a giant yeah, deterrent. They did. did they? John yeah, Favreau like, said it John after. Favreau was no, like, but he, but he said it after the footage was shown, the first bit, because oh. during the stream they didn't show in any of it. They just said we'll be right back, and he played Star Wars music. And when they came back, he's just like, "Oh, by the way, no one filmed this." I'm like, "Really? You know, people took their phones." That off. is funny. Yeah, because in in when we were in the overflow, they were super serious. Like the hype people were like, "Do not film this. You will get kicked <laughs> out." Like all this stuff. Um, so it's funny, yeah, because all of the filming looks like it's from the arena like, mm-hmm. area, uh, and none of it looks like it's from our area because it's like they were super aggressive, like people walking up and down the the uh, out the hallway or not the ugh, God the walkway. God, I can't use words today. You're just so um, excited. I know they're wa- walking up the walkway and everything. Um, but <laughs> what's funny is when that happened because we were watching a stream like on a screen. Uh, and John Favreau was like, "We're gonna show it to you. Like people at home aren't gonna get to see it. Sorry." Like, uh, we were all like waiting. Like, 
we're gonna see this right and then the minute it clicked over we saw the timer oh and we didn't see the footage <laughs> and the whole room was like Boo! like for a solid 10 seconds like pissed and then the the and then the screen went black and then we saw like footsteps and then everybody was like yeah! <laughs> it was a quick little scare uh you know in the in the overflow not gonna lie we were a little freaked out for a minute uh but we did get to see everything so they showed us a vidoc which had a little bit like a spattering of footage here and there uh not a ton um and it had a lot of interviews with uh john favreau dave filoni some of the directors um like uh, taika watiti and uh bryce dallas howard uh, and then it had some other things. And then during the panel, they showed us like, oh, we're committed to, you know, this is Star Wars. We built a mini, a miniature and like did the camera programming and did like all these passes to make it look cool. And then in the trailer we saw, we like saw the actual, uh, ship, like the way that we saw it being filmed in the miniature room, like the same animation was in the trailer. So like we got to see that so that was cool um and i believe they showed that on stream the them filming the ship or whatever yeah they did because i was super excited to watch that and that was that was like one of the only bits yeah. of footage they officially showed to you know us people that were not there yeah it was very very cool i was very much into that um and then after that they're like do you want to see some footage we're all like yeah uh and they i th- we thought like oh they're gonna show us like a quick gunfight or something you know something funny happens or Something like that. No, we got like eight minutes of footage that kind of set up what the first season's pretty much going to be about. Um, and I was all I was all in. Like for the first two minutes, I was like, "Yeah, this looks cool." But by the third minute, when you kind of figure out like what all this is going to be about, I was I was so in. I was like, "This, this show, man, this is going to be the coolest thing like ever." It looks really, really good. I'm, yeah. I'm very excited to to watch it, and yeah. it was great seeing how excited Carl Weathers was to come out on stage, and then they had them back out on the celebration stage and uh, on the main oh, floor, yeah. and he was so excited. He and was hyped. He was. I mean, the fact that he, the fact that the every the cast that they had there was so excited to be part of the show, like that makes me really excited to watch the show too. And then it was yeah. even cool to see some of my um, old Five Hundred First friends from the Southern California Garrison in that group picture saying that they were part of the show. Like, I remember oh, yeah. when that call went out and I'm thinking, wow, they're taking this real serious, but they're not saying what it is. And I kind of forgot about it. And then they showed that picture because they, they needed more stormtroopers than they had as extras for, I think it was for the first episode. So uh, Dave, uh, Dave Filoni was like, oh, I know where we can find some. They put a call to the 501st and uh, it was being filmed in Long Beach. So the Southern California Garrison took the call they got stormtroopers. They sent them there without telling them what was going to happen, and they were in the first episode. Yeah, I think that's cool. And and also, uh, they they made a comment where they were like, "Now all of those people have screen used armor." Yep. So now we and, got to uh, use them for uh, references. Yeah, I was like, man, if I was one of them, I would have immediately have been like, "All right, time to put this on a mannequin forever and just build some new armor because I'm right? never using this again." Right? I'm gonna I'm gonna ask some of them because we're gonna see some during a D23 Expo. I'm gonna I'll bug yeah. them, and be like, "Hey, where's your where's your kit? Can I can you sign my autograph? I'm gonna get I'll print that picture up and have them sign it for me." Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. 
Um, but yeah, Mandalorian looks great. It looks uh, really good. It looks dark and gritty. I think it's going to be the next like Game of Thrones, probably. I think it's the next thing everybody's going to be pretty jazzed about. Um, I mean, because Game of Thrones is ending, and you know, what's gonna, what are we gonna have after that, right? There's, there's, there's always a show that's kind of the in the zeitgeist. I think this is gonna be probably it, but I uh, could be wrong. Either way, a lot of people are gonna watch it. <laughs> either way, like this, this show is probably. I mean, aside from the fact that I'm a big Disney fan, this show coming out on Disney Plus, I'm, I'm so excited to watch it. Like this is an. Yeah. One of the reasons why I will be paying the money to get that subscription service. Yeah, I'll be paying for it like the minute they let me. Yeah, uh, pay for it because it's cheap and I it's not on here. We might as well talk about it because this is mainly the Disney Plus news. They Disney had like a big um, like what was it like a press conference about Disney Plus while wall celebration was going on. Um, I think it was a it was a uh, what do you call it. Give me a second. Investor presentation. Yeah. That's what it was. And it was the Thursday of Star Wars Celebration. And they talked about, you know, all the different things coming. And they announced that The Mandalorian would be available for viewing um, when Disney Plus uh, streams. But it sounds like we're only going to be getting the first episode of The Mandalorian on November 12th when the streaming starts. Yeah. So, so I don't found, know when the um, rest is. I found the TV Guide article about... Um, also, I have a fun fact about TVGuide.com, by the way, uh, that I learned recently because I was in a I was in a uh, a job interview with uh, CBS, who owns um, they own TV Guide, the magazine, huh? And they told me that TVGuide.com is not the magazine; <laughs> it's 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 its own thing and that tv guide has a different website and i was like what what's the tv guide website it's just tvguide.com like that's oh. a website that someone founded and they have been going with that and tv guide the magazine has a different website that it that it runs up because it's a magazine so they don't do it the same but yeah it's funny there's a random thing but um I have the the like some bullet points about Disney Plus that we can go over. Um, I'll probably skip. Well, let's just read it all. It's Disney Plus. It's great. Um, it's called Disney Plus. It launches this fall. It's going to launch November twelfth, and it will be six ninety nine a month. Or there's an annual purchase option for sixty nine ninety nine a year, which I'm going to just do that. I'm probably just going to buy like three years straight up. Yeah, uh, might as well right off the bat. Like just get it out of the way, right? Um, November 12th, also the day the Mandalorian, uh, airs. Um, there's no rated R content period. Uh, it's, it's going to have pretty much every Disney film on it. Um, they said that they're going to have to add them over time, but it's going to have all of the recent movies that they come out with Moana, Frozen, uh, Frozen 2 will also live, uh, live on, um, as a series, I guess, on Disney Plus, they said that, that, that like after Frozen Two, there's going to be an ongoing Frozen series on Disney Plus that starts in 2020. Uh, every live action film, uh, Disney Channel series, every single Disney Channel original movie, and the entire Pixar library will be available. Woo! Which is awesome. Disney Plus will be the exclusive streaming home for all future Disney theatrical releases. So every movie that comes out, 
coming to Disney Plus. Uh, it's home for Marvel and Star Wars. Is like all of the Marvel shows that they announced are coming. All of the Marvel movies that have come out and will come out are going to be on Disney Plus. Everything will be downloadable, which is the thing that you can do on Netflix and Amazon, where it's like. Uh, my kid really likes to watch Frozen a lot, so I can download it so that when we're on the plane, they can watch it. Or yep. like, oh, I haven't watched the last three episodes of Mandalorian. Let me download those while I'm on this trip so that I don't have to stream them. Uh, they're going to let you do all of that. Um, the MCU is a bunch of shows that got announced. We're going to skip over that. And there's an uh, the, the What If Marvel series, by the way. Very that is exciting. exciting. Yeah. It's animated. I did not expect that, and that just that made me way more excited for it. <laughs> it's gonna be fun. Yeah, that will be fun. Uh, the Mandalorian obviously uh, will come out on November twelfth with this with the service. Uh, Mandalorian also will not air all uh, at once, so it'll be week by week. I I assume. Uh, we already know about the Cassian Andor show that comes out next year. It starts filming this year end of this year clone wars is coming back but it won't be there um like right when it launches uh i i think the uh current understanding is that clone wars season seven will be sometime next year like be like beginning ish next year uh but which is a little upsetting because i was kind of hoping for it to come out this year but i understand that like we're getting mandalorian and uh we're getting uh resistance season two so it's kind of like well you know i'm okay they spread it out a little bit yeah i I was like all right i get i guess that's fine it's just that trailer was so good we'll talk about it in a bit (laughs) live action disney and the tramp national geographic programs which are awesome um every star wars movie will be on there by 2020 which i know that that was a big um that was a big thing where like they were gonna have to wait till 2021. I wonder what they did, you know, to 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 get a lot of that back. Uh, obviously, they won't all. I think all of the newer movies, so Force Awakens up, will be on Disney Plus when it launches. But all of the old movies won't until next year. Well, I'm wondering if now that they own 20th Century Fox and all that stuff, that gave them a little more leverage, saying, "Hey, we totally own these movies now." Any agreement you signed with this company, we now own the, you know, we're now in charge. So, right. you know, hey, guess what? Your contract doesn't mean anything. So, hey, we well, don't know. It does. Yeah. But it's going to come I a think lot it's sooner. for television broadcast. I think, like, maybe something has changed recently in that broadcast doesn't necessarily mean streaming content. Yeah. You know? Um, but, you know, who knows? I'm 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 not a I'm not a Disney lawyer who figures all this stuff out. All I know is that the Disney movies are going to be or the the all of the Star Wars movies are going to be on there by next year. Um and also all of the Simpsons, which is crazy to me. Yeah. Uh, Have you seen yeah. the little little clip that the Simpsons did about being yes. part of Disney? That was great. Yeah, it was great. Um Yeah, Mandalorian yeah. looks really good. I'm excited. Yeah, Mandalorian looks cool. Galaxy's Edge merchandise. I didn't get a chance to go see this stuff in person. So every day of Star Wars Celebration, they rotated the displays. So they literally had enough to display four days worth of new merchandise. And my God, my wallet was hurting every single day during the stream. Yeah, you need to save up for August. They showed everything from customizable droids that will interact with everything in the land 
to full costumes to helmets to masks to these beautiful looking lightsabers they announced that we're going to be able to get for the first time ever ahsoka's two lightsabers as a as a dual box and they're in this beautiful display box they are going to be releasing uh, asajj ventress's lightsabers again which i'm super excited about which means i'm buying at least two sets of double lightsabers <laughs> which that alone is expensive i'm sure uh, the worst part is they haven't announced any of the prices and that's the scary part but uh, i think someone did the math and they were saying that the custom ones are probably going to run you close to 200 bucks you know what i'm i'm okay skipping which the makes customs. me think that the um they called them like legacy blade sabers or something which are the ones that are like character based yeah that you can buy that aren't ones that you build. I imagine they'll be cheaper. Well, um, they have I'm to be right because they're mass produced. The Hasbro ones, you're looking at about $125, $150 for a lightsaber. I think Kylo Ren's was 150 So if you're doing like a Soka set, you're probably going to hit 300 for the two lightsabers. Um, but I mean, they come in a beautiful display box. Like, I'm super excited to go in there. I mean, they just showed so much stuff. And one of my favorite things that they announced too was that aside from selling pins, they finally got savvy to all the patch collectors and they're releasing patches for the first order and for the resistance and for smugglers too. So now, you, you know, not only are they going to get the pin collectors, they're going to get the patch collectors, they're going to get the toy collectors, three sets of black series, uh, three packs of figures are coming out. Um, mm-hmm. They have a moisture evaporator hand fan that you can wear, like the ones that they sell in the park with the little spray pump. I mean, they have so much stuff, and it's scary because I want to buy it all. And it, it's just so much. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know what else to say about it. I mean, there's just so yeah, much Yeah, I mean, they stuff. showed a lot of cool stuff. You can go look at it, and then they announced the Coke, the Coke bottles and stuff. Yeah, custom, the, the... the circular Coke bottles and the Orbesh. If you went to the panel, everybody got a... And uh, we met some people at the show who showed us their shirts. Uh, they got sh- the shirts of the Coca-Cola logo, but in Orbesh. Which, if you want to buy one, you can buy one on eBay for about $40 right now. Yeah, that's a little expensive, a, but like I did see extra extra large and extra large for twenty five, which isn't too bad. Um, yeah, I mean, if you just want it to have it, that's cool. But I don't know. I was like, that's a cool shirt. I would never wear it. That was like in my head, you know. Yeah, I, it, it's cool to have. I'm that, not going to really try it. to, you know, go get it. I just wouldn't. I wouldn't want to. I don't care like enough. Although you know? I can tell you right now, the fact that they're doing these like custom bottles for the sodas. They just made soda a collectible. <laughs> like people do collect soda. Like though. I well, like personally, like me, I'm when we go, I'm buying one of each of those sodas to drink, but also to save the bottles. Like that would be a great display piece. People are going crazy. They still go crazy over the popcorn buckets at Disneyland. You just made a soda bottle a collectible. Those are gonna yeah. sell out. Like the long lines for popcorn is now gonna be a long line for a bottle of water. Yeah, the Dasani was it uh or the smart water or whatever it is pretty sure it's Dasani. I, I think it's like, that was not it's not as interesting because it just kind of looks like a water bottle yeah. with orbesh on it the the like sprite and the coke and the diet coke looked really cool yeah i'm 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 gonna buy it all yeah <laughs> um they showed off some other stuff like uh the uh rebellion ration tray that you can buy I'm that's all that snacks too. yeah that looks cool i was a little upset that the the pretzel sticks weren't like beef jerky because that thing that Yoda eats is definitely meat. 
Yeah, it has it's like, definitely like a little breakfast sausage. And I'm like, a, come on, man. Wasn't it a Chico like, stick? Yeah, uh, no, it's no. like brown. Like it, it, de- it totally looks like a microwavable like breakfast sausage. And I'm like, come on, that's what I want. That's what Yoda would want. I don't want this pretzel stick. I'm gonna eat it though. But you're gonna need the... to buy one of those ration kits for when you're standing in line. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, they showed off a lot of cool stuff. I'm very excited to build a lightsaber and a droid and uh, cry over my wallet. But it'll oh, be I'm gonna cry it. as soon as I walk into the land. Like, yeah, the way that Harry Potter fans are when they go into Diagon Alley and all that. Like that's it. It's immersive. It's beautiful. But I'm not a, the biggest Harry Potter fan. Um, yeah. When my wife and when Nicole went in, I mean, their faces were just like, <gasps> I I'm gonna walk into this land and I'm gonna get teary eyed, and no one can judge me because I'm sure there's going to be other people doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. I'm just, it's its so excited. May 31st is coming up soon and we'll talk a little bit later about how you can get in because they, they're releasing more and more information about how to get in for the first few weeks. Yeah, they're doing, uh, yeah, the reservations I saw today are opening up yeah. for May 2nd through the 31st, like really soon. I'm like, oh God. Sounds this already sounds stressful. <laughs> it made me think like, oh god, I gotta buy like some Disneyland tickets soon for when we go in August. It's just like, ugh, I'm so stressed already. Don't worry, but it'll I'll, be cool. It'll be, we'll be good. We'll be good. Yeah, we'll be good. And we're already talking about going again in Christmas yeah. anyway. So <clears throat> anyway, the Clone Wars. We actually got to sit in on that panel. It was not a lottery panel, so we just kind of walked right in. Um, uh, it was interesting. We got to see a bunch of clips. Really quick, I think it's crazy that you were able to just to walk right in. Yeah, like almost all the panels we were able to just kind of walk in. We didn't try to do any of the smaller ones. I don't know what those were like. Uh, but anything in the arena that wasn't lottery, I think people just got the impression that it was going to be difficult. Yeah. And so they just didn't go. Uh, and so, like, for Jedi Fallen Order, we were trying to go to Sisters of the Force, so we're like, you know what, let's go. It'll be two hours ahead of time, but, like, we'll chill, right? We'll just we'll hang out. You can kill time. We'll eat peanut butter and jelly sandwiches or whatever. Um, but we got in there, and we just walked in, and then they, like, even gave us, like, the, the ticket that we got to, like, go get stuff. And um, after that, it was, like, we sat down and we're like, oh, we're watching the end of the Jedi Fallen Order panel. And then it was funny because we hadn't seen the trailer yet. I saw that it had dropped online and we were like, oh, when we're in line, we'll all watch it, right? Yeah. And then we're sitting there for a while and they're like, you guys want to see the trailer again? And we're like, yeah, I want to see it for the first time. <laughs> They played it and we hung out. And then what was even better was that that arena not only had bathrooms, like, everywhere, it had food because it was, like, a sports arena. There you go. And and so they had, like, nachos and beer and pretzels. Like, Becky and I were just, like, drinking beer and eating nachos and, like, getting all kinds of stuff. It was great. So, like, that, that arena was great. I, I liked the way they set all that up. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, Clone Wars panel. They showed us four clips uh a lot of them weren't done some of them were uh and some of them were like a lot like a lot more dialogue heavy than others some of them were just like ahsoka's on a bike and she's falling and then it's over and you're like okay like (laughs) 
Um, I think that the animation looks amazing now. Uh, they yeah. did. They did bring up that they added more points of articulation and stuff into the faces, and they're like, the faces are gonna look the same, but we can get like way more expression out of them, and you can definitely tell. You can tell a difference. Uh, it it, it yeah. felt um, smoother almost. Yeah. They felt just way more expressive, and they had, like, a lot more personality. Like, all of the expressions that the characters were making just felt... Like, they felt familiar, but they just felt, like, updated, you know? Because, like, yeah. all the technology's come so far uh, that we can do this now. Um, so it looked it looked great. And, uh, yeah, that panel was exciting. The trailer was cool. Um, still kind of sad it's not coming this year, but still very excited. Uh that's coming back at all it'll be here soon yeah thank you disney for letting them finish clone wars (laughs) seriously uh and then after that i was thinking about it i was like after this what are they gonna do like i i realized like oh the, the the main answer would be like oh resistance is happening but like resistance isn't really being handled by the lucasfilm animation crew it's being handled by that japanese studio I mean, obviously, the storytelling and stuff's being handled by the Lucasfilm crew, but, like, the animation and stuff's all being done overseas. So I'm like, what are they going to work on? Is there another animated series that they're going to start developing for when Resistance is done or winding down? Or are they going to just develop an, a, a, another one? Or are they going to do animated movies? You know, it's like, what are they going to do? I don't know. There's enough stories that can be told. And, again, they still haven't done any old republic anything like that like there's yeah there's two millennia two thousand years of star wars stories that have yet been told in this new canon universe that they can touch on so i'm hoping that at some point within the next few years they're like you know what we're gonna go way back in time we're gonna go to before the jedi and the sith were a thing yeah like it's gonna happen we just have to wait just be it will patience. happen yeah and that's exciting yeah but uh Clone Wars, Vader Immortals. We have a funny story. I actually got to play Vader Immortal. Oh, did you do the the? We all got to play nice. it. Nice. How was it? Uh, we were we were lucky in that Nicole knew a dude from Oculus, and she, we didn't know he was there. And then we talked to him one day, and then the next day when we tried to come play it, we were like, "Oh, it's a three hour wait. Screw that." But he saw us and was like, "Hey, I'll let them in." And so we got <laughs> to just skip the whole line and play Vader Immortal. Nice. Um, what'd you think it's awesome it was so cool i mean i've used vr before uh at at previous jobs like when i was at ign and places like that i've used pretty much every vr headset and they're all kind of the same you know there are a lot of cords they're like very much weighing you down you don't really feel like you have 360 degrees of motion mm-hmm. however uh we got to demo this game. Uh, this game's an Oculus exclusive, so you have to have an Oculus Rift or the new headset that we just uh, <clears throat> that we got to demo it on, which is called the Oculus Quest. And for those of you that don't know tech or have never heard of this thing, uh, it is a standalone VR headset. You don't need. There's no cords. It's just a helmet with the controllers, all wireless. Uh, and uh, you don't need the sensor towers that you usually have with a lot of VR headsets where, like, you got to put them in the corners of your room and they're, like, cameras and stuff and it's freaky. Don't need any of that. Nice. The helmet, it's two controllers and you're, and you're good. And so 
What's great about that is that you can turn around 360 degrees, keep turning, and like you're not getting tied up in cords, and also it's not like weighing your head down. You just have the weight of the headset. And also, like, really clear. For, you'd think, like, they would have to have compromised on visuals because VR... I don't know if you've ever used VR yet, Alex. Yeah, we did... Um, what was that? Secrets of the Empire. Oh, yeah. So, did when you did that in The Void, mm-hmm. did you have what people call the screen door effect where it kind of looked like you were looking at everything through a screen door? Um, maybe a little. I mean, I was so immersed in it. Like, I was yeah. so excited <laughs> about it. Um. I mean, you I think the hardest you kind part. Kind of stop noticing because you, you, you do. It, you, there's a difference. Like you can tell that you're looking at a digital image, but after a while, you just kind of choose to ignore it or, or subconsciously. Yeah. But I could kind of, yeah. I, I kind of got that at first. Yeah. So, not a lot of screen door. I mean, the pixel <clears throat> density was pretty nice. Like, uh, it looked pretty good. It still looked kind of like VR is not quite, you know, up to like. Uh, like when you look at a video game on a screen it's not quite there because uh-huh. it's so taxing on hardware so like they have to make the visuals kind of less than uh you'd see in like a modern video game which leaves it a little like weird looking uh and there's definitely a little bit of that with this but at the same time the things that they're doing with just the environments and stuff is just really cool so like you don't actually play as Vader, which is not what I... Th- I thought you were going to play as Vader. You you play as, like, you, basically. Um, and, like, when you look down at your hands, they're just gloves. So there's not, like, a... Like, a like a gender or, like, a skin tone or, you know, any of that assigned to you. It could be you. anybody, you just, yeah. You're just you, yeah. And you have these, like, brown, you know, Star Wars-looking gloves, basically. Uh... And you're in you're in like an interrogation room, and this uh, this officer is talking to you, and he's getting all close, and he's like a cyborg, so like half his face is all robot Terminator, you know, and it's it's like super cool, and they've got the interrogation droid with the needle like flying around in your face, and I was like, this is neat, you know, <laughs> this is really cool, uh, and then at the end of the hall, like the door opens, and Vader comes out, and it plays the music, you know, and he starts walking towards you, and you're like, this is neat, and then he gets closer, and you're like this is scary <laughs> and then he gets really close and and for the first time i kind of understood like why people are so afraid of him in the star wars universe because he is like imposing like he's so huge and and having the headset on gives it like that feeling because it's like he's here like standing in front of me like looking down at me right yeah so it's it's like really freaky uh but then he hands you like a holocron. He makes you open it and stuff. And so you have to like take it from his hand using the remotes and you have to like poke a thing and it opens. And he, and uh, it's funny because Be- me, Becky and Nicole all played this demo and we all had kind of, well, we all did the same things, but there were little things that felt a little different between everybody's playthrough. And this didn't happen in their playthrough. But like when I opened the box, you you pretty much just push like a button. He's like, "Open this box or die." Uh, so you op- you push the button, it opens the box, and you're like holding it in your hand. And once it was done opening, like a kyber crystal comes out, and it's just sitting there. And so me, in my video game brain, thought, "Oh, it's waiting for me to do something." Yeah. And so I used my right. It was holding it my left hand. I used my right hand to try and grab the crystal. And right when I did that, Vader like 
used the force and snatched the box out of my hand. And it was so cool. And I was like, is this? I was, I, and I was like, oh, this must be what I was supposed to do. But then when I talked to Becky and uh, Nicole, he just took it from them. Like, I, I, I had, like, a very just uh, so, organic experience. So there's consequences to your actions. No, well, for almost no, in a he way. Still stole, no, he still stole the box from them. Uh-huh. But, like, just uh it 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 just like happened it it happened to happen that way for me but it was cool like i felt like it it made it honestly a little more cool for me because if i had known that if i had found out like yeah i reached for the crystal too and he stole it like that would have made it a little less magical you know what i mean where it's like oh that's what you're supposed to do but the fact that no one else did it and i felt that urge made me feel like oh i had a reaction right to to the thing i was doing like i had an actual like i wonder what would happen if the and like i don't know that felt cool in a way uh to me even though it wasn't even really a thing but uh like after that you get to go you get to go into like uh, a room on in his castle on mustafar and there's a there's a pedestal with a lightsaber on it and you pick it up and it's like a blue lightsaber and it ignites and the controller like vibrates just slightly enough to make it feel like, you know, there's power whirring mm-hmm. out of this thing. And I think the sounds actually come out of the controller too. Don't quote me on that. I couldn't tell. I had headphones on. <laughs> so it was a little hard to, you know, figure it out. Um, and then the ball droids that you see in A New Hope, like one comes out and you have to you have to deflect the lasers and i that sounds daunting but it was like the lasers were slow enough for you to kind of react but like fast enough to make it feel intense at the same time so they, they did a really good job of that but also like um it made noise and like telegraphed the fact that it was going to fire at you like it started making the like and you know it would and then it would fire the laser and you would do what you did um and the goal was to hit the the laser back and destroy it and you do that a couple times and then as you go on they start adding more and they start doing the (laughs) like zooming around you right but they start zooming around you in 360 degrees so you have to like start turning and listening like you might hear the one behind you going and you have to like turn really fast and then like get ready you know and and do it um and after that whole uh exercise in uh in uh stress you you uh this droid comes out that has basically like a lightsaber like a red lightsaber and starts going and like winding up attacks and you have to deflect the attacks from the droid and then if you deflect all three of them it does this weird thing where it like spins in a circle and then you can like attack it and destroy it nice you do that a couple times and what was cool too is when you actually like made contact, like when you when the lightsaber made contact with the other one. You know, obviously there's no like you're not it's not going to stop you, um, because it's just air, right? Yeah. But like the controller vibrates ever so slightly to where I felt myself stopping it. So like I would see it and feel it, and I was just stopping it, feeling the vibration. So it sort of gave me the feeling of hitting something even though you're not actually hitting anything and you know in your mind i'm not actually hitting anything but like it felt enough like i was hitting something that like the the illusion was there 
Um, so that was that was cool. And then after you do that, there's like three of these things again, and like a circle. And that is the most stressful part. Is like there's three of these things with lightsabers like circling around you, and you're just like, oh, like spinning in a in a circle, like listening. Um, How long? And then after you do that, yeah, it, it was a short demo. So like it sounds like you're doing a lot here, but the whole demo was like seven minutes. And then when it, by the time it was over, I was like a believer. I was like, I'm getting an <laughs> Oculus Quest when this thing comes out. This thing is amazing. It's like, I want to play this Vader Immortal thing. This sounds awesome. Also, Maya Rudolph's apparently. Yeah, in. Maya Rudolph. That was one of the most exciting things because like, I was watching the panel from home. And they're like, oh, yeah, we got Maya Rudolph to be the droid in this. I'm like, wait a second. You got Maya Rudolph to be in Star Wars? Like, that was that. It's the yeah. trailer that they showed much longer than the uh, initial trailer that we got a few months ago. Um, really exciting. They show a lot of what Josh just described in the gameplay. Uh, it's it's exciting. I'm I might have to splurge on this as opposed to getting that PlayStation Two, um, because PlayStation Two yeah. <laughs> <laughs> splurging on a console older than your Wii. Yep. Hey, I had a PlayStation One. Got to got to do it in order. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but it's exciting. Vader uh, Mortal looks and sounds like it's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah, it was cool. I was very much into it, and we all were very much into it. Like, after we came out of it, we're like, yes, that was awesome. Um, I immediately was, like, going on, like, Googling uh, Oculus Quest. Like, when does it come out? How much is it? And stuff. <laughs> um, so, I, I, it comes out this spring, and it's spring now. So, it's supposed to come out in the next couple months. Uh, and I, I immediately cited, I was like, email me when this thing comes out. I'm buying one. Uh, and uh, it's it's a uh, 399.99 but that that comes with the headset and both of the controllers um and that's all you need you don't need the uh you don't need like another box somewhere or like towers pointing at you so this is like a really like this might be the the first kind of vr headset that's very much more mainstream like it it's almost like a, a console in and of itself yeah like it just plays games and stuff um so I'm really excited about that. I'm definitely going to get one. We'll probably talk about it on this podcast when it comes out. Cause we'll, I'm sure you'll come over and I'll, we'll have a lot of people playing. Stuff, oh, yeah. So. this this If I have uh, to buy one of these, I'll, I'll do it. Because yeah. I loved doing the, uh, what was it, the the one that we did in, in Glendale. The with, Void thing? Yeah, that was a lot of fun. And to be able to do that at home Still would be done like. That. Okay, so when we go down we'll for uh, D23 and Galaxy's Edge, we'll do it. Because they have it in downtown Disney. Right. Let's do it. Yeah, we'll say it right now. We're gonna do it. It's a lot of fun, and I yeah. found out some tricks and secrets and stuff that I want to test out and see if it's actually true. Ooh, so, that's cool. Yeah. Um, I think it's time so we yeah. talk about the biggest news that came out of Star Wars Celebration 2019. Yeah, so we'll just wrap up really quick. Uh, I had a lot of fun at Celebration this year. I missed you, Alex. I wish you were. Really yeah, missed, I was but, there in spirit. Um, I got to eat deep dish pizza for the first time, which is great. In Chicago. Chicago. Yeah, Chicago. Keep it up. It was awesome. Um, it did snow one day we were there, and that was rough. But <laughs> for the most part, it was it was great. Um, we also had White Castle for the first time. Do not recommend it. It's awful. Oh, uh, we're going to get some terrible. hate mail for that one. I don't know if I am. Because like, everyone <laughs> I've met, everyone who went with me to eat it You're just like, hated no, this it. isn't good. No, we were like, mm, this sucks. Uh, and then I even my parents had it like uh, maybe a year or so ago, and they're like, yeah, it sucks. It's terrible. <laughs> the movie hypes it up. Um, it's it's not good. 
but the deep dish pizza, I had it twice, and it was it was fantastic. There you go. Um, got to meet a lot of people, uh, hand out a lot of prizes, which, by the way, I, I did not even get to hand. I felt like I was handing out prizes like crazy. I did not even hand out all of the prize packs Wow. that we had. So people out there, if you want free Star Wars stuff, hit me up on Twitter, the Jawa Josh. Like, I will give you, I will send you stuff. I have, like, six or seven bags of some trading cards and some other things. We gave away all of the like really cool stuff, like the, like the Ahsoka sets and the signed, uh, the, oh, the artist the signed inserts. Yeah. And stuff. yeah. We gave away like pretty much all that stuff, but like we have a couple of other patches and things that we could get. Rid yeah. Shoot of. us um, a message on Facebook too. Uh, facebook.com slash long time ago radio. And Hey, we'll, we'll yeah. send you some cool stuff for shizzle. Uh, yeah, I had a great time. Um, I got to see a lot of old coworkers again. Get like al- beer and stuff with them. Alcohol. I also, I, had, uh, I, dr- I actually went out. I went out every night except for one night, uh, and I didn't really like have any hard times. I was I was great. That's, I had emergency the whole time. That's half the fun, I, like being able to. At a, yeah. Conventions are fun, but it's the hangouts that happen after and like at lunch that are some of the most fun. Because like San yeah. Diego Comic Con was fun, but hanging out after like every day that we hung out that was probably the best part of it yeah i also got to meet dan from coffee with kenobi oh nice uh i went to the coffee with kenobi meet uh meetup that they did at the harriet uh not the marriott the, (laughs) the other one uh the other hotel that was there there were two big hotels and they were cracking every night like those bars um <clears throat> but I went I went to that meetup. That was a lot of fun. I had the best beer I have ever had in my entire life there. Um and it w- it was a stout. It was an oatmeal stout called Death's Tar. Get it? Uh uh it's a locally like a Chicago local made beer and it was so good and I'm so sad that like I can't get it because it was like the legit the best beer I've ever had in my life. I I loved it so much. Um, and it was, it was just so delicious, but, uh, yeah, hang, getting to hang out with old coworkers and see people getting my tattoo there. Yeah. Your tattoo uh, turned out really, really good. It did. Uh, shout out to, uh, Dylan Eves. He was, he was the guy who did my tattoo. He was awesome. Um, he like really, he, he coaxed my anxieties like away, you know, he, uh, all that stuff it was great. Um, and it didn't hurt as much as I thought it was going to. That's good. Like, it didn't really hurt all that much. There were points when I was like, man, I bet I could just take a nap right now. Just, like, <laughs> fall asleep. Because at some point, it's just super relaxing. It's just like, I'm just sitting here, chilling. Like, especially at Star Wars Celebration. You don't get to sit much. So, like, when I got to sit for two hours getting my tattoo, I was like, oh, this is, this is very comforting and nice. And I'm just, just, like, talking to this dude about video games. And we're talking about the trailers and stuff. And it was, it was a good time. So That's good. Uh, shout out to Dylan, you were great, and he—he he was. Uh, it was funny. He was talking about um, and this will actually lead into our next story because he uh, this this happened. But uh, he was talking about how he's like, it's been very stressful five. I got my tattoo on the last day on Monday. He was like, it's been a very stressful five days, but I know that I'm gonna be sad like once it's over. Mm-hmm. And I felt that way too. Like five days before the con felt like forever, too much time. Yeah, like. 
I was like, that's too much time. By the end, I went, that was not enough time. Like, I I feel like I didn't get to see everything I wanted to see, meet everyone who I wanted to meet. I, I did not meet enough of my well, and, Twitter friends and that's, in real life. that's the hard part about Star Wars Celebration and a lot of these big conventions. You, you go there thinking you have multiple days. You're like, I'll do this and this and this. And then you realize how much stuff there actually is to do. And you physically yeah. can't do everything. Like, you, there's no yeah. way. Star Wars Celebration in Anaheim in 2015, we're like, oh, we're going to do all this stuff. We literally got kicked out of the convention center because we were still trying to do stuff before they they kicked us out. Like, they turned off all the lights, and then they had security do a sweep. And they're like, no, you guys have to leave. Like, there's just never enough time. There's not enough time. Nicole was like, I had enough time. But I, I, me personally, even having gone out every night and partied, Becky went out a few nights and partied with some people she met, and we were just like, that wasn't enough time. I wanted more time to to meet people and hang out and do fun stuff. Because it was like, I was kind of nervous, like going like this, like there's gonna be a lot of negativity. No, it's it's celebration. It's and it's yeah, good people. Like, I mean, occasionally you've heard someone say the dumbest thing you've ever heard, but like for the most part, it was like great. Like seeing all these, all, like all these people, especially all the kids, like getting super excited. Oh, yeah. There's so many Rays. Oh my god, so many people dressed as Ray. Uh, but you know, it was great. And and like I saw a little kid find an R2 and like freak out and like the R2. He was running around it and the R2's head was following him because you know the guy controlling it was like nearby. Yeah. And it was like, oh my god, it's so heartwarming and stuff. So it was great. Um, but going back to my tattoo, while I was there talking to him, he told me, uh, I heard a rumor that, and then, you know, Star Wars, whatever rumors, like 99% of them aren't real. But he was like, the rumor on the show floor that I've heard other people talking about is that it's going to be next year and it's going to be in Anaheim. Which was, and I laughed. Yeah, because you even messaged me right after that, too. Yeah, and I was like, and I yeah, said, no. <laughs> I said that's what I heard last time in 2017, and that wasn't true. Yeah. So I thought that was funny. And that had even been confirmed by a few Star Wars websites. They're like, it's confirmed. Star Wars yeah. Celebration 2017 is it going to be in Anaheim? And nope. Yeah. And then it wasn't. It was in Orlando. And then it was in Orlando. <laughs> we're like, oh, I guess we're gonna go. <laughs> but, uh, but we left Monday, maybe an hour before the con closed. Um, just so we could go back and like, we wanted to get deep dish pizza one last yeah. time. And then, and then we kind of wanted to chill cause Tuesday we didn't do uh, Tuesday. The con was over and we were just chilling in, in Chicago. We went to the aquarium and stuff and like just spent our last day before we had to travel home all day. Um, but we left a little early and then by the, by the time we got back to the, uh, Airbnb we were staying at, it said, celebration 2020 anaheim and i was like oh my god this is the most exciting thing i've ever heard uh because honestly that hyped me up more than the nine trailer isn't that funny uh well because you get to because you had just lived f- four to five days let's say five days because you're there you saw a lot of star wars you just got to live five yeah. days and you have less than a year to be able to do it again exactly and i'm and i like not only that it's like uh, you and and tons of our friends are now like we're going. Oh, hell, like, this as, is happening. as soon as I saw that, I mean, it was great because I was watching the live stream and I had no idea that Megan, my wife, was watching the live stream. 
So we were we both messaged, it's gonna be an Ed Hive, we're gonna go and we're like <laughs> we've already figured out what swag we're gonna bring, we're gonna do patches. Yeah. I already have my, my two first patch designs set up. Like I'm ready to start. Becky had an amazing idea for a button that I don't want to give away on the show, but I'll tell you after. Yes. Um to give out to specific people. I had a really fun idea for a pin that I wanna make that may have already been made but i want to make it anyway um but we'll we'll talk about that after the show because i don't want people stealing it i want to be able to do yeah, it make you know? your own <laughs> yeah but yes so <clears throat> but it's gonna be 2020 the dates haven't been announced yet and yeah, i assume in in april because yeah. well wasn't orlando in april also it was and we know that easter weekend is already being taken up by WonderCon, so i'm assuming they're not going to do it the same weekend i mean they could but I really doubt they're going to. I mean, they've expanded the Anaheim Convention Center, but they they both use the arena. So I'm wondering if it's going to be later on in uh, in April. I mean, we'll, we'll find out soon. Last time tickets went on sale yeah. in June, so we maybe have a month and a half until tickets go on sale. For shizzle. But it's, it's yeah. going to come up real fast. You don't have to wait two years. You just got to wait a number of months at this point, so... Get ready because you're going to have to hop on those hotels. Uh, the best part about it is, hey, you're done with the convention for the day. Let's go to Galaxy's Edge. <sighs> yeah. it's gonna be uh, Galaxy's Edge is going to be nuts because it won't have even been a year. No. And, uh, oh, and you'll have both rides open at that point, too. All of those people are going to be like, well, now is the time. I'm here. You know? So it's going to be nuts. But, I mean, if you're gonna be if you're gonna be around, then that's the time to go. Might as well do it. Might run into a lot of friends that you didn't you know didn't know you're gonna run into. So um, I'll be there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'll be there too. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be good times. Yeah. But I had a great time at Celebration. Tons of great announcements. I bought a lot of things. <laughs> a lot of presents. I actually, have presents for you. Woo! Uh, I don't know if you want to know or you just want to wait till Saturday. I'll just wait till but... Saturday. Make it more okay. fun. Okay. Yeah. We got you a gift gift, and then we got a bunch of like swag that you'll probably want. Swag. Because um, because Nicole and I got swag, we got double of everything. So I ended up giving a lot of stuff to a uh, friend of the show, Eric, but we kept a lot of it for you guys. Which so. the swag is my favorite part. I'm I'm looking <clears throat> forward to doing so much trading. Yeah. I'm gonna disappear every night to the hotels and come back with a pound and a half of buttons. I'm it's it's gonna be so much fun. <laughs> yeah. It's good times. Anyway, that is gonna do it for our very special uh celebration edition of the show. If you wanna find me personally on Twitter, you can do so at the Jawa Josh. And then since Becky isn't here, uh you can follow the show at LTA underscore radio on Twitter and on Instagram. Uh Alex, where can they find you? They can find me on Instagram, Dapper underscore Fett. And again, check out our Facebook page, facebook.com slash radio, and message us and get some free stuff. Because if we don't give it out now, yeah. we might give it out, I don't know, Late. later? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we, we'll, I'm probably going to bring a few things to uh, D23 Expo to give away at that point. But oh, hey, yeah, if we yeah. don't give it away now, Celebration is coming up again in Anaheim. So yeah. get ready because we're going to party at 2015 we party. set up our own party at the shakers down the street which is a lot of fun 
very stressful. I'm not doing it again next year, but I am going to be roaming everywhere and just just having fun. Well, we, we I mean, could. what we, we could, could do is like the uh, the I mean, the coffee with Kenobi thing wasn't uh, an official thing. They were just like, hey, come to this bar. Yeah, ours. I mean, we did. Arguably, it made the bar crazy. Yeah. There was a crazy amount of people. But like, we could do the same thing. Be like, hey, we're going to be at this place. Like, come hang out. We're going to be at hi. Universal Studios. <laughs> yeah that would be a good uh a good way to separate the fans <laughs> from the from the random people who are like i think i've heard of that podcast yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> but yeah also shout out to all of the i can't remember all your names because i met so many of you but we met a lot of really cool people like waiting in lines or sitting in panels that we gave stuff and uh you guys were great um uh, met some met some uh some actual fans uh shout out to uh alvaro you were great you were awesome ran into you a bunch of times um yeah it was, it was awesome i had a good time i can't wait for next year next year's gonna be even better oh yeah yeah all right that's gonna do it for the show everybody we'll see you later may the force be with you goodbye